you're a Shark Tank fan or business junkie, check out the podcast, Another Bite. Each week, Another Bite breaks down the biggest success stories and most disastrous failures to come out of Shark Tank. The hosts break down each company's pitch, analyze the deals that were or weren't made, and answer the million-dollar question, are they still a company? Whether you're an entrepreneur looking for tips or a Shark Tank fan that just wants to relive the drama, Another Bite's your deep dive into the world of Shark Tank. Just search for Another Bite in your favorite podcast app, like the one you're listening to right now. Well, ashes to ashes, funk to funky, she went out this weekend for bonky bonky, it's Linda Pollock, everyone! Hooray! Oh, keep it down a bit, Clinton, I'm a bit delicate. Oh, God, really, you're right, my love, what you been doing? I'm hanging. Um, you were right, though, I didn't stay out that long, because... OK, yeah, where did you go exactly? Oh, just, right, we did a bit of a pub run round okay. where I live. Started at Spoons and stayed in Spoons, to be honest, because it turns out I'm a massive lightweight these oh, days. Oh, that doesn't sound very good. Linda is shit. Oh. That's not me saying that, that's your friend. But also, talking to friends, annoying yeah. friends, um, this couple latched on to me and my mate. I don't Go think on. they were swingers. Go on. But they were very drunk. And you know that situation where you think, OK, they're really drunk, I'm not there... Oh, God, yeah, drunk, we just yeah. Ro- we've just arrived yeah. and you don't want to be impolite because you don't yeah. want them to... Because they could they could turn on a... On I a, know. Well, did, did they look dangerously drunk, like sort of an undercurrent of there something? Was, there, was a, there was a dark vibe. Right. What were they? Man, girl, man, man, and woman, woman, man and woman, yes. And they were out for the first time in ages because right. they'd left the kids with the babysitter. Right. right, yeah. They weren't into the swinging and all I that sort of thing. I don't think so. That no. never came up. But they were just very intense and it started from pretty much the moment we sat down. And you know when you're like, I actually want to, you to go away, but I don't want to be impolite. And maybe they're just being friendly, but mm, they're getting on me tits. I think I know what they wanted. Would you like to scrape my bottom one day? <laughs> did they say that at all? Did the lady say they that? They didn't, but she actually, when I think about it, she was a lot more into this newfound friendship than he was. Oh, well. I want you to spank me. No naughty doubt. Yeah. Naughty girl is yeah. probably what she went. Bloody hell. I mean, no doubt he was into a bit of... <laughs> How young? How old? They were a similar age to me, actually. Quite old, then. I think they were looking... You're right, they might have been looking for their unicorn. Have you heard about that? No. That sounds fascinating, folks, doesn't it? What does that mean? Well, it's when you're looking for your threesome partner. Why the unicorn? Because it's very special and hard to find someone who will be fit the bill. I, exactly, and when I say fit the bill, meaning... Well, if there's anyone out there who would like me to take part, be a unicorn in some way. Giddy up. (laughs) Giddy up. Oh, no, these two were a bit annoying, though, and I bet they would have fallen asleep. Yeah, Okay. Well, that was quite good, wasn't it, Linda? Quite a nice story. (laughs) I just went home. They soured the evening, to be honest. No, I tell you what, I cannot bear... I'm not... As you know, I've lost a bit of weight. Mm. Yeah. Yes, looking very trim. Looking very trim indeed. How have you been doing that? You've been pumping off. I've been pumping off, yes, yes, and I've been not drinking so much booze. And I've been very careful about what I mean, because I've got to go on tour and I do not want to 
die on stage any more than I normally do. And you want to fit your snazzy costume. I want to fit my snazzy costume. And we can put out some photos. If you're coming to see the show, please, I mean, God, it's going to be bloody fantastic. By the time you get this, it's it's up and running. You might have seen it. You might have seen it. Don't spoil it for anyone else. You'll see the new Svelte Clinton Baptiste. No, but quite often, particularly if you're not drinking, if you're on the nightmare train or bus back from the pub, (gasps) and you get those people, you know, and they sort of want to join a conversation. And they're swaying a bit. And they're going, I'm I'm just being friendly. I'm just being friendly. I'm sorry, what have you been doing tonight? And I'm like, I don't want to talk. Yeah, come on, man, I'm just being friendly. And you think... I don't do a shitty, boring job like you. I don't need to get pissed and think that I'm being absolutely very revolutionary by chatting to people on a train! I do wonder whether those people get the beer fear the morning after. Oh, God! Yeah, do you know what I mean? When you wake up, if you've been on... And it happens to me because I say I'm a lightweight these days. It catches up with me quick. And you wake up the next day and you think, in your flashbacks, you're the only one who was pissed up. Yes. And you were embarrassing the beer fear. Very often, very often, I... I've got to tell you something. Actually, funny you should say that. This is true, right? I didn't want to bring up the Queen and what happened with the Queen. Yeah. All right, but I'm just going to say this. I wasn't going to mention this. I don't know whether I might delete this later. But I woke up with not the beer fear, but with real embarrassment the other day. This is true, right? You know when it was announced that the Queen had sadly died? And I did, you know, it's awful, right? But... I was rehearsing at the time and I was with the director in our rehearsal studio and he suddenly went, she's died and we went, oh, we had a moment and I thought, gosh, this is a moment we will remember forever, exactly where we were and we were rehearsing in this rehearsal space, just Mm. me and him and I thought, what can I do to to sort of really remember this moment and on the floor, and those of you who've seen the show will realise there's some inflatables that we use. There was... This is so embarrassing. An inflatable banana. Oh, God. And I thought, I'm going to do something so we really remember this moment. I was thinking, what can I do that we always remember? Because the Queen of 70 years dying isn't memorable enough. Well, exactly, that's the point. And I picked up the banana and I said, I'm going to hit you with this inflatable banana. And he didn't look that amused. And he put his arm up and I sort of hit him on the arm. And then there was a really embarrassing moment when he went exactly said what you said. Why did you do that? And I said, I thought it would be funny. And he went, yeah, it's not enough that, that we've had the moment that the Queen died. And I went a bit red in the face and I woke up the next morning thinking, you idiot. Chastised. Yeah, and, and also that's it now, forever. I remember a moment hitting the director over the head with a blow-up banana. What a twitter. very on brand though, isn't it? Of, of me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I feel terrible about it because I did. I love the Queen and, you know, in a strange sort of way, I'm a royalist. I didn't mean to ruin it. But I ruined it! Ruined it, I did! I mean, I can almost hear this sound as I did it. <laughs> died. But apparently she had a wicked sense of humour, so exactly. perhaps it's what she would have wanted. Maybe. Let's get off this before anyone gets in touch and says you're a disgusting pig. Now, ladies and gentlemen, a story... Well, this is from a lady called Claire Grant. In the latest... She's a nurse. In our latest in our series of... (laughs) If you would, please, read out this story. This is a proper scare on. Stick the bloody spooky music on! Have it. Namaste, Clinton and Linda. Namaste, Claire. I've been a nurse in the NHS for 32 years and I've seen my fair share of supernatural happenings. I do see ghosts. However, this one I had to share with you both in the hopes that you'll share it with your listeners. Oh, very much so. And you never know, it might shit them up a bit. Yes. Technical talk there, she says. You need to shit yourself. I 
worked in a previous role in the operating theatres. Ooh, it's grisly already, go on. These departments tend to be on the ground or subfloors of the hospital buildings due to the square footage they need. Needless information, but go on. But good, good, good to know. One large hospital I worked in in Sheffield was a partly converted old Victorian workhouse. Promising. The basement areas were terrifying and even in the daytime you always felt uneasy. However, I was rostered to do a set of nights and I was dreading it. Normally there was around 80 staff in the whole department, but on nights you were down to five or six staff, so you were likely to be working alone if there weren't any emergency operations happening. On my second night, around 3am, I was working alone down one of the old corridors setting up the next day's lists. As I walked past the entrance to the operating theatre, I heard the muted noises of the anaesthetic machines and people talking. I looked through the gateway doors and could see the operating light on and movement in the room. It was like it was all on half power. The lights were dull and the voices were unintelligible. But I could tell things were frantic. I thought, why have they started an operation without me? Why did my colleagues ask me to help? Usually it's all hands on deck in an emergency. Also, why was the light only at half power? I went to the coffee room at the other end of the department to find out what was happening, only to find all of my colleagues sat having coffee. Ah! I said, what's happening in Theatre 3? And they said, why? I said, there's a case going on, but it's all dull. The lights aren't on full. Two of the more experienced staff looked at each other and slowly said, Oh God, not again. Then got up and ran down to the corridor where I was previously. I followed them and asked them what had just happened. However, when we got to Theatre 3, it was in complete darkness and total silence. They told me that years ago, when the operating theatres were first built, that corridor was the only one that existed, just a few theatres at the time. In Theatre 3, there was a legend that told of a horrendous operation where the surgeon was trying to save a life and the patient started to bleed. Oh. The anaesthetist was distracted at trying to sort out a blood transfusion and the anaesthetic started to wear off. Oh, God. The patient started to wake up and move on the table. <gasps> this caused an accidental cut into an artery and the patient almost immediately bled to death. Oh. Do you like to chase me, Oh, goodness me. It was a gory, traumatic scene, and some of the staff left their job. The surgeon was so traumatised by the whole, whole event that he took his life a oh, few days later. God. Oh. So the story is that the tortured surgeon returns to the theatre to try to rectify what's happened, oh. and so does the patient, forever to return to the source of their joint trauma. And if you're wondering, that theatre is fully in use to this day. Thank you. Hope you like my story and it's not too gory. Edit as you wish. I'll never forget it. Claire Grant. Well, I never. Yeah, well, that's the first one, I think, in the history of doing this podcast that's actually given me, like, proper willies. Well, yeah, absolutely. Is that your willy? Yeah, in this case, it most certainly was. And I think that wins the prize as the best in our... <laughs> Annoying, that isn't it? I think we'll drop. I like it. You know, annoying is the way forward. That's why the go compare and all that shit works. Oh, that's right, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Just gets gets under your skin, doesn't it? I make a point of deliberately turning away from some adverts. I just feel it's an absolute waste of my life. Which ones? Um. Oh, that's a good point. That's one of them. Yeah. Certainly, that twat's doing the singing. My when the when my uh, nieces and were little nieces mm. and nephews, they were the ones that they really liked. 
So what, that and, compare. Go compare. And also, do you remember the one that went, Love, love, LV today? No, I'm afraid oh. I don't. That's Clearly didn't work on you then. No, I'll tell you what I really hate. Do you know the advert I really hate? Go on. Quick books. You know, with that little German woman walks oh, in. Oh, yeah. Nice Quick baby, book? nice house. That is shite. I mean, who is coming up with these bloody millennials coming up with these bollocks? It doesn't mean it. I don't know what it means. There's too much going on. Yeah. Someone went, what about a little tiny person? Now, I'm happy to say, is it Quick Books? That might be imagination. I'm not sure. I don't know what it is. But I know so exactly it's what you're talking about, yeah. So it's failed. Right. Thank you. <laughs> We're now going to try and get a hold of Claire Grant. Right now, join us in a second. We are full of admiration for people like our next guest, Claire Grant. You've heard the story. She's an actual nurse working for the NHS. She does a proper job for a living. She's not like me, sitting around in a converted garage, spouting shit, giving readings (laughs) for people. Claire... We were both very taken with that You story. made the little hairs of mine stand up, and that yeah. doesn't happen very often, does no, it? Ooh. No, um, Claire, are you a believer then in the supernatural? Um, I'm not sure what I believe in, Clinton, but um, I definitely have had many examples that's made me question it, yes. You mean other other examples apart from that rather terrifying story about the operating theatre? It's theater? like a bloody horror story. Horror story! It was, and I was on my own. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's a, there's quite a few things, and I've obviously seen my fair share of um, people who've passed away, and uh, and things that have happened while they've been passed away. And I've also worked, I've worked all across the world, but um, the stuff that's happened in the NHS has been probably the most memorable. Oh God, that is absolutely <laughs> terrifying. Claire, can you tell us what else you've seen in the NHS, please? <laughs> Um, Hold on just a second. Put the spooky music on, please. Do we need it? Yeah, go on. Yeah. Okay, shoot. Um, So I was once in a nursing home, and uh, this was an all-cares nursing home, so they were unable to do almost anything by themselves, the residents. And uh, they would buzz you on the morning when it was their time that they wanted to get up. So I just, uh, we started moving everyone into this kind of breakfast lounge area and I had a buzz from a gentleman and I went into his room and started to get him ready for breakfast. Okay. And I gave him a shave and normally the uh, elderly gentleman like you to use kind of a cutthroat razor, but this gentleman had an electric razor. Right. I shaved him and got him all ready, did his teeth, and the shaver just kept going off on its own and I kept switching it off and it kept going back on. I said, what is it with this razor? And the old gentleman just smiled and he went, you'll get used to it. (gasps) And I just thought it was a dodgy razor. And then as I got him in his chair and we're wheeling towards the... um, lounge area but all the yeah. lights were flickering and I just again thought oh, dodgy lights yes but I'd just been in this room in this lounge and bear in mind they're, they're all care so they're unable to do certainly unable to walk by themselves and as I walked into the room with Will and this gentleman in all the breakfast chairs were all piled up against each other in the centre of the room oh, they were all kind of stacked in front of each other and all the residents were just kind of smiling and giggling of course, I asked the staff, and the staff just said, "Oh, you know, you just accept it. That's just what happens." Just, just a minute, just, just, just a minute. There again. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. <laughs> work there just... again. Rewind. Oh, they were all giggling. <laughs> is that because, you know, is it is it because they done it themselves? 
I'd like to think so, but they couldn't do anything unless they were lying. But they couldn't do anything themselves. They couldn't dress, walk. Go on, sorry. I nearly shit myself. Carry on. Yeah, no, they, they definitely wouldn't have been able to. They couldn't even feed themselves or walk. So these were residents that uh, certainly wouldn't have been able to lift chairs and stack them on top of each other. But they were... Gi- I, I'm not... Look, they were giggling. That makes it more... Yes, they were. No, they were. That was, that, that was freaky, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I mean, were, were the tables and... I mean, look, I've heard all this stuff before. I'm a firm believer. Tell me. They were definitely stacked up in such a way, sort of, like, quickly, almost instantaneously, do you think? Yes, yes. Bloody yes. Nora. Bloody Nora. That sent a chill all the way up my spine, down my back, round my nutsack, and <laughs> down... That's a delicious image. level of Thank detail. You. Under my bottom. I um, <laughs> always try and reach for the obvious explanation, but there ain't one, is there? Oh, come on. Yeah, because she's a witch. And trust you. <laughs> <laughs> come on. <laughs> well, what do you think it was then, Linda? Well, it can't have been a ghost, can it? I tell you what they were. That's what it was. Well... Claire Grant, I'm sorry that you had to hear that. You have been absolutely superb. And if you see any more bloody ghosts or any more spiritual, paranormal, you know, poltergeistial, you know, experience, if you experience anything like that, will you please get back in touch with us? I will do. Will do. And I think both Linda and myself would like to thank you for A, a wonderful set of stories, and B, for your service. So very special. Thank you. Thank you. I don't remember anyone standing outside their house banging at a pot and applauding when I gave my readings. Yours is a proper job, my love. Who needed a pay rise? Have you got a pay rise? No. It's a bloody disgrace. You've got to bank those claps, apparently. Yeah, Yeah, that's it. Bank those claps. But she is a bank nurse or something, she said, so never got to the bottom of that. Right, Claire, (laughs) thank you so much, my love. You're very welcome. Lovely really to meet appreciate you. Appreciate it. Oh, and thank you for. Are you coming to see the show, Clinton Barnes? I am. Where? Sunny Barnsley, end of October, oh, I believe. One of my favourites. One of my favourite venues, the Civic in Barnsley. That's it. That's Bit it. of a rowdy audience. One year, were you there for that one? <laughs> there was one year. There was a rowdy audience. The bastards. Probably. Probably and me. Up the road, just next to that is that lovely, which I won't be going to this year because I've lost a lot of weight and I'm I'm being all healthy. Is that eat as much as you can, Argentinian? Food place. You know oh, the one. You know yeah. that one. What's it called? You say eat as much as you can. It's as much as you like in it. Not no. As much eat as, as much as you can. Actually, can cram in. I know. I did get told off for taking a sleeping bag with me <laughs> <laughs> and a bucket. Right, Claire. Thank you so much. Lots of love to you. I see you in Barnsley. Come and say hello. I will. Well, how about that? Exactly. She almost had me. What do you mean? I mean, clearly bullshit, isn't it? How dare you? How dare you? We've got people, we've encouraged people to come on the show. She's told a wonderful story. Oh, a wonderful yarn, yeah, two we brilliant think she's stories. She's making, making it up. Come on, how did those old people stack those chairs? Get out. Get out! <laughs> Bloody hell. Can I finish me brew? If anybody would like to be a co-host of what is, <laughs> let's face it, a paranormal podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Please speak to me uh, via Patreon. And also, why don't you go via Patreon and stick your bloody hand in your pocket? You tight sod. You tight bastard. <laughs> All right. Now, listen, I've got to tell you this. This week, we went for a costume fitting with Sarah Deering oh, yeah. in Brixton. Have a listen to this. 
Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, hey, it's Kip Bodner, CMO of HubSpot. Join me and my co-host, Kieran Flanagan, CMO over at Zapier, on Marketing Against a Grain. We're not the typical regurgitated Twitter threads. These are takes from us, marketing leaders about what we're doing and what we're learning from our peers and what's working in the market and how you can apply them to your business. Everything you need to grow a modern business and have a strategy that is fit for growth in today's changing economy. Listen to our podcast, Marketing Against the Grain, wherever you get your podcasts. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So we're actually in the workshop now. I'm with Sarah Deering. <laughs> Say hello, Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Everyone's a comedian. And... She's just stitching my... Well, I don't want to give anyway any surprises because those of you who are coming, and I'm sure, I'm sure you're all coming to see the show, will see the thing in all its glory. She's there with pins in her mouth. Sarah, do you believe in the supernatural? <laughs> um, yes. Sure. yes. Yes, yes. She's yes, nodding okay. vigorously. Sure. Yeah. Have you ever seen a ghost? Um, yes. Okay. Fuck off, have you? <laughs> Go on. No, not really. Oh. My mum said she'd uh, seen a ghost. Right, OK. Well, let's hear... What did your mum say? She's busy doing this. She's multitasking. She's a polymath. What, what ghost did your mum say? Uh, she thought she'd seen a ghost of a pirate in some student house she lived in in Margate, I think. Or... Right, and what was he sort of on one leg... Uh, patch over his <laughs> eye. Was it that traditional pirate? I think so, yeah. Pushing wardrobes over or something. Really? That sounds like a lot of student houses I've lived in, to, to be honest. Right, and that's the end of that story, is it? Yeah. OK. Well, it's to be... F- Sarah, <laughs> Sarah is... Well, wait till you see this, you'll realise why she makes costumes and designs... Well, sort of... De- well, no, you didn't design this one, did didn't you? Didn't design this one, no. No, OK. Well, she's not quite as good as... I made out then, but she's making a lovely costume. Just you wait. It's an absolute bloody work of art, and thank you very much. There's other people in here. He just gives you a shout-out and say, hello. Hello. Yeah, and they've been busy making these beautiful costumes, so I cannot wait to see it. Don't worry about the pirate. 
anecdote that won't be resurfacing again. Just come and see the show. <laughs> come and enjoy it. Thank you, Sarah. And now, a recording of an interview I did with a lovely comedian called Jack Campbell in Leicestershire the other day. I'm here speaking to Jack Campbell, a brilliant comedian I'm on with tonight in Leicestershire. And we are out in a vet right in the wilds of Melton Melbourne. It's bloody... It's spooky out there, isn't it, Jack? Well, I, I grew up in the countryside. This isn't too... This isn't too bad, but it, it is... Are you not used to it? No, I was just trying to set the scene, to be honest. <laughs> and it's not even that spooky. Don't piss on my chips. But anyway, don't matter. <laughs> Uh, apparently it's not very spooky. In, in actual fact, I'm going to level with you all. It's not that spooky, but never mind. Let's try again. Um, so tell me, <laughs> what were you going to tell me? Something quite spooky, wasn't it? Well, I, I used to live in a Victorian house. Here we go. I don't hear. Oh, she don't want to hear. Right, Linda, put the music on, please. Here we go. As Jack regales us with a story about a Victorian spooky house. Well, it was it was my ex girlfriend's. And I, we lived there. She wanted the house to be haunted. And I, I did not. Right. <laughs> Can you hear that? Yeah. That was... It shut up in the background. No, yeah. I don't know how... I wanted to live in a new build. Mm. Because they can't be haunted, can they? Well, we're here to tell you, Fred, they can, Jack. Oh, right. Because I didn't think, like, ghosts really... They, no, would they I... be able to work Sky Plus? Have you ever seen Poltergeist, where they built the whole town on the, an old graveyard? Hmm. Right. I guess so, yeah, sorry. That was foolish of me. Well, there's no reason you should know that. Company. No, that is true. And so she wanted the, the house to be haunted, so mm. we'd sleep. Um, I'd go, but she would try and scare me before I went to bed. Right, okay. Right. I is that something with partners, unintentionally? Yeah. She wouldn't jump out at me. Right, okay. Um, she wanted a grandfather clock. Um, and did you know grandfather clocks used to have, like, little boys' faces painted on them? Go on. And yes. so every hour, if it was constructed right the little boy's eyes would move yes yes um, we've never heard of that but it sounds that's terrifying. a that's a scary thing that she wanted she wanted a cellar mm. um to have a piano down there playing itself right. she wanted it to be haunted and what happened she would try and scare me before i'd fall asleep right that's my time and one night one night i was tucked up in bed um i sleep wearing a long victorian nightgown right um, and a long Victorian hat. Rip Van Winkle. That kind of thing. You yeah, can yeah, yeah. get that stitched up. Yes, 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 yes. And um, right. and she'd be in her single bed next to me. But just a second. Mm. What, you did it all sort of Victorian? Like? Yes, yes. Right, yeah. okay. And Are you a ghost? Is that what you're telling um, me? I think she was. More Fucking so, because she would lean over before I go to sleep and say, oh, I think I just heard a little dead girl ghost. Anyway, good night. Oh, And God. then you've got to go to sleep with that with kind of... person? No. Really? No, is that, a fa is that, I'm more here for like, kind of couples counselling. Right, okay, well, well, I do do a bit of that, I'm yeah. suggesting... Is that, that fair enough to break up a, with someone? She was a charlatan and you saw, you saw straight through her, literally. Yeah, I was, okay. yeah, I was a, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what did she do? She went to Rome, do you think that poss the possibility was you were dating, like, a spirit, a spectre? I think so, yeah. Okay, She's no. gone now, She's dead to me now. Well, it... Thank you very much for that. She's dead to him now. Whether she was dead all along is is debatable. Uh, I think we can safely say we'll say a six point two out of ten for that. <laughs> but 
<laughs> thank you very much. Jack Campbell is going on stage in a minute. All right, thanks, Jack. Fading now. Fading now. Yes, and now, ladies and gentlemen, from the wonderful publication of which I'm a subscription member. You Fate, are the subscription I'm the, member. The one, Fate and Fortune. Uh, take a break, Fate and Fortune. It's this article. Spooky music, please. On the wings of love. One minute I was watching the fishermen pull in their morning catch. Not a euphemism. The next one of them was looking right at me. Hello, he said in a thick French accent. That's how they speak. Our ship has broken down. We'll be here for a week. It was 1956 and I was 16 years old. Normally I lived in Newport Pagnell, Buckinghamshire with my grandparents, but Grandad had been sent to Lowestoft for a month for work. We didn't mm. need to know any of that, the did we? Pan. Taking me and Nan with him. I'd taken to walking along the seafront each morning and now I'd found myself chatting to the handsome young fisherman. As I took in his soulful black-brown eyes, my stomach did a flip. Oh. And when he asked if I fancied a walk, I didn't need asking twice. You are a very sexy man. His name was André Lefranc. <laughs> that's, oh, that sounds like, like a made-up French Jimmy name. Frenchman. Yeah, André Lefranc, yeah. <laughs> and he was 17. Ooh. I took a picnic when we met the next day. Bit keen. Afterwards, he threw crusts to the seagulls. The sea pigeons, yeah. <laughs> I love these birds, he said, but they come down to our ship all the time after the fish. We know this. Eagle-eyed listeners yeah. to mixed metaphors about birds will know that we've discussed sea pigeons before. We have the right the buggers for that, aren't they? Gold. I love these birds. Oh, we've done that. On our third meeting, we shared our first kiss. But all too soon, his boat was mended. All right, Andre promised. And he did. Every week. Shack men. We can get married, he wrote in one letter. But I need to finish my national service. Really? Do they do that in France? Yeah, I think they still do. Not long after we got back from Lowestoft, Grandad had died and Nan wanted to move to a bungalow. Sorry to hear that. Well, and also excessive detail. We don't exactly. need to hear that, do we? So- soon after, a local man, George, offered me a room at his and then proposed. Funny in them days, weren't they? Didn't mock about the day. Although I knew Andre and I now couldn't be together, we remained pen pals. Mm. Then, after 20-odd years, don't say why it was odd, I stopped hearing from him. I assumed he'd moved on like me, but I never forgot him. Je ne le oublie pas. Sadly, George and I divorced and later I married Gordon. Too complicated. In 2017, I decided to send a Christmas card to Andre. A week later, I got a letter from his daughter, Natalie. I know all about you because Dad told us, she wrote, but I have sad news. Oh, God. Andre had been lost at sea when his dredger had capsized off the coast of Calais on the 11th of October 1973, around the time I stopped receiving letters without explaining. On the anniversary of Andre's death the following year, I thought of him before my daughter Christine arrived to take me out for the day. As we were walking to her car, I spotted a seagull resting on the street lamp outside my house in Northampton. When it saw me, it got really excited, circling me and squawking madly. In French? Ooh. Wah, wah. That is... Oh, no. How do you squawk in French? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of something funny. Go on. That's Andre's spirit, I said. He always loved seagulls. 
the next... Well, that's rather an exaggeration. Didn't love them. They kept going after it the pissed fish. Him off, pissed him off, what I remember. Gosh, funny how time <laughs> plays tricks on you, doesn't it? Look back with rose-coloured uh, spectacles. The next day, the same thing happened. This time, Christine took a snap of the curious bird. Andre came back the next year on the 11th of October and last year too. I cherish my seagull from my sweetheart. What a ridiculous story. This bird's doing it. It's clever. Or is it just a seagull? I like to think, to be fair, I do like to think that that is a nice romantic story. I'm not as cynical as you, well, Linda. She you moved know, on twice. I think she was all right. She did, didn't she? But what I will say is this. I mean, she's still with this better Jill Sharp, 82 years of age. And this fella died, what, sort of in his early 30s, yeah. Andre. So what, I do, what intrigues me is presumably he will be meeting her. Yeah. But when she dies, give, I don't know, maybe she's got another 10 years and nearly 100 years old. And they will meet, won't they? Up there. So. Well, well, how does it work then? Do what? You, when you die, right? Yes. Do you go back to being, I'm going to say it, young and hot? Or right. do you stay to other spirits as you are when you cark it? Well, well, good point. I think you can sort of choose, but I, I imagine, I mean, that's always the thing I've been up Who's going to choose old? Well, I, I mean, that is the thing. You know, a lot of people, you do see Olden's up there. You do see, if she's nearly 100, she goes back, she's in mid-30s. I mean, I've got a vision of young Andre saying, I'm not putting that in there. What happened to you? She said, well, I lived for another bloody 60 years. No, f- fuck that. No, 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 no. Get back to Gordon and George. And you've been waiting for this? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He probably said, I'm just glad your sister died when she was about 30. <laughs> Anyway, it's a lovely, lovely story. And I'm not sure, I mean, as we've discussed, the seagull itself, probably just after your cornetto, wasn't it? Definitely. Also, if you're 82, probably knows you're going to drop something at some point. You know, it's like when dogs hang around kids. They yes. Know, they, they know. That's they can right. spot someone who's likely to drop things. Okay, very cynical. Very cynical lady. Or realistic. Or realistic. Oh, well, well, that's. Thanks very much for that. You pissed on those <laughs> chips and all. Never mind. <laughs> And now a return to uh, the best magazine on the market. I'm not even sure it's on the market, but you can download it. It's from Fate, uh, the Ch- Chat Magazine, what's it called? Chat is Fate, is it? Chat is Fate, A Day in the Afterlife. Do you remember, you'll know this, this is Sandria Mosses, who we strongly suspect her name is Sandra Moses, she, or Moss. She connects with a reader, she connects a reader with a loved one in spirit to discover what their life is like on the other side. Now, 
It's like a, pic- a postcard from the end. Of course, exactly. Of course, it's fascinating. If you want to know what people are doing on the other side, and let's face it, we do want to know. The only thing I take umbrage with is some of the detail. Just have a listen to this. This is from a lady called Sue. Her daughter, Sophie Allen. It was a very sad story, and I'm all for people seeking some sort of solace, but it's the detail of what happens. So Sue gets in touch from beyond the celestial veil, and this is what she says. Hello, love. You were so young and vulnerable when I left. Had I been able to squeeze out another hour of the day to spend with you, believe me, I would have. I often hear you asking what I do. Where am I? Well, when I'm not silently sitting with you, I have a lovely life here in the world of spirits. Now, we want to know what exactly what people do for eternity. One of my favourite pastimes is to sing with the choir. Hundreds of us sing together. We gather in the great white marble halls of learning. I imagine that's a little bit like Leeds Civic Town Centre. That's yeah. quite a big marble hall of learning. Yes, and when we get going, it's almost as if the music lifts people off their feet. Well, they can fly anyway, so... Oh, what a joy it is to sing and what joy we bring to others. This is kills me, I've gone. Sometimes we visit healing sanctuaries in other heavenly realms to sing to those souls who've returned from Earth worn and damaged by their experiences. We go off singing several times a week. The large early evening gatherings are for fun. I cannot say that without meaning because... This is the thing. Just turn the music off a yeah. second. This is the only thing I find. So there's like early evening. I presume they can't get everyone in. Like, you know, why Why are there only... There's early evening ones. Is it because badminton's books about, you know, sort of seven o'clock or something like that? Oh, well, Does the caretaker come in and say, for Christ's sake, come on! And we've already established these like workshops for making crystal sculptures. <laughs> crystal angels. Time, yeah. There's all sorts of... I mean... It sounds quite boring. I don't want to do activities. I'll no, you're not, a joiner, you're not a joiner you know, in, are you? You watch four in a bed, right? And they go, right, mm. today we're going to go off doing archery. I would be the one that went, do you know what? I'm going to go and sit on my bed and read my book. Yeah, that's and all right. Ironically, when that comes in, I feel like killing myself. So, yeah, no, there's a lot of that. But there's, I presume there's all sorts of chess club. God. It's a bit like Freshers' Week, isn't it? Yes. Endless amounts of booze. And like Freshers' Week, you get yeah. tired of it after a bit and well, try and avoid so. everyone you've met. I mean, there's Scrabble Club, there's everything up there you can do um you know when people do upholstery that yeah. sort of thing picture framing evening classes why don't you do something fun like zapping you know now you're a spirit you can oh, do some zapping it. go and... in them zogs and run around five aside walking football for the elderly who died quite old <laughs> yeah i think it's a lot of old bollocks and i'll tell you something now i mean look i know because i know it doesn't work like that no. up there. i've been up there it doesn't work like that what i saw the other day you know the proms was on bbc4 and yes i do i know you're more of a itv nine plus one just sort of old shit you know sort of um rosemary in time Watch you're not wrong you're not <laughs> that's wrong. right but I, people like me clever people intellectual you like people. things with violins in. i like violins and i was watching the best of the proms the other mm. night. you know it got cancelled because the queen yeah they didn't do the last night and i was watching it and i saw that choir and i've got to be honest i was thinking all right the singing's fun i wouldn't want to join that choir they looked boring yeah and they looked like very serious people and they didn't look like a lot of fun do you know what i mean now if that's what it's like in the white halls of learning the marble halls of learning i Join. I like watching Songs of Praise with the sound down because the faces they pull when they're singing. Well, that's right. Presumably up there, there's no room for laughter. They've been very pole-faced <laughs> up there. <laughs> anyway, Sophie, the, the young lady, Sophie Allen, I've got to say, she found it a comfort. So, who am I? Who am I? What a bastard. 
<laughs> you know, and, and Linda, I'll tell you what, the reason you don't like it is... Yeah, because yeah, she's a witch. Yeah, that's why. That's his maybe. Time now to hear how we got on after our show in Charlie backstage. I'm in my dressing room. Uh, we're in Charlie. We've done a wonderful, wonderful show. And I'm happy oh, to say... Great, great show. He loved it. Brendan is here, the director. Do you remember you spoke to Brendan? I'm just recording. It's all right to record. Well done. Yeah, no, very, yeah, it's good. It's very, very good. What did you, la- what did you laugh at particularly, Brendan? Um, well, I, well, to be honest, I, I did find it quite funny when you fell off the stage. Um, yeah, well, that was a little bit unfortunate. It's a... a yeah, for me, I mean, you found that funny, wasn't intentionally yeah. funny. I, I did a stage role and I was fine, I, so yeah, yeah. thank you, none taken. No, no, it, it was great, it Jesus was great. Jesus Christ. And, I, mean, I, I mean, there were a few walkouts and... I, well, I, don't worry about them, it's no, not well, for everyone. Well, I, well, Clairvoyancy, mediumship is not for everyone. Yeah, but it should be for everyone. You know, right, that's, OK. That's the... Well, one of those people looked a bit... You know what they're like, a bit, a bit inbred. No disrespect to our friends up here in the northwest. What do you mean... What, what do you mean she was inbred? Well, she was a bit stupid. She didn't really understand what we were doing. She was in a cardigan. That doesn't make her inbred. Well, she had something spilt down the front of it and they're not really the kind of people I want. Well, all right, OK, OK. Anyway, um, the, the point is... That, oh, here's Ramon. Oh. Here's Ramon. What do you think of the show? We just done a wonderful show, didn't we, Ramon? I returned it with marvellous. Oh, it's got a face like fizz, isn't it? OK, before you get... Can you just tell me where I'm staying tonight? Which, which hotel I'm staying at? Well, I don't know. We didn't really budget. How about Commander in Oriental, if you don't mind? What, well, we, we, we did think to down the M4. There is something. I didn't know you were staying. What do you mean? I'm, I'm not driving all the way back to Wales. It's about four and a half hours. She's a pensioner. Who's a pensioner? The woman that's who's you're staying in. She's I'm, doing Airbnb through a I'm not staying with. I'm not staying with any person. I'm oh, sta- are you in the Oriental in Chorley? Excuse me. Or the Four Seasons? Where We're not you? made of money. We, you saw the, 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 what was it, a half full tonight? Well, if that, yes. But, but I'm not... I've got, you've got to put me up tonight. And last time, you put me in a fucking teepee. I'm not... Sta- see. You can phone her daughter, because I'm no Jenna. I have to go, they're serving cocktails at seven Right, and I do too. How can you afford a cocktail? Oh, and you want... No, this is not shutting your face. You put me in a bloody wigwam. I was, it was, I was almost on a roundabout. Oh, God, hold on, let's see if I've got any spare cash. Get yourself a drink, cheer yourself up. I need a good-sized bath. I've got a thing about candles. I need space to relax. I well, can't who's help pay- is the, uh, Sorry, are the candles coming out of the budget? You, you seem to be living, I, living the bloody life of Riley. Excuse me, Brendan. I've, can you see this? That sweat on my costume. I've been on stage and so is he! Right, thank you. Linda Pollock, what yes. will you be doing when you leave this hallowed marble hall of learning <laughs> at my house, in my garden? I will be going to the hallowed hall of learning that is my garage and hoping my battery is charged on me. I've got a little scooter. Oh, oh And with petrol prices... I thought you something else then. <laughs> Is your battery fully charged on your scooter? It's flat as a fart at the moment. So oh I've, my I've taken God. it out today. Yeah. I'm quite handy like that. I've taken it out and I am charging it as we speak. So I'm think, keeping my fingers crossed that it charges up. Otherwise, I'm going to have to be using my car more and I don't want to because no, it costs a flipping bomb. You know who you could speak to? I've got to do it on my motorbike. Oh. She's got a motorbike. Oh, she? Yeah, not half. 
Yeah, so you've got to do that. Where are you going to go on the old... Moped? Just to shops and stuff, but do you know it cost me about £8 to fill it up and it lasts for ages. Really? Yeah. What can What, what kind of make it? It's a dead old one. It's an Aprilia Havana. Oh, OK. Sounds... Yeah, I look, I look mint on it. I bet you do! <laughs> I bet when you it do. goes, and it doesn't go very often. OK, that's enough about that. Well, we've had a lovely time. Lovely, Linda. Will you come back next time? Yes, I will. How? We don't know yet. We don't know, because I'm going to be on tour all over the bloody country. We might have to do it on Zoom. I don't mind that. Listen, folks, please come and see us, because I'm going to be all over the country. Now, th- this podcast is not going to suffer. In fact, it's going to be better, yeah. because there'll be... There'll be stories, there'll be drunk there'll people be drunk, stories. There'll be all sorts of stuff, and Ramon will be with me, the director will be with me. We can speak to people up and down the country, and if you are coming to the show, come and speak to me, and we can do your stories on the podcast. I might come. <gasps> Linda's coming as well. You can meet Linda, shake yeah. her hands. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, Linda, I hope you do. I hope to see you on tour. And if I not, will come as long as they're not charging twelve pounds and giving me lit when I try and order wine. Because... That won't happen. I will give you some of our rider. Oh, what which, you got? Uh, water, bit of fruit, mm. and uh, maybe a packet of minstrels. There'll be no booze. Oh. We've been very, very well. Ramon won't be pissed out of his head. <laughs> But listen, hopefully see you on tour and see you guys. And we're going to try and do it by Skype. It will not be any different. It's still going to be wonderful. It will still be shit, yes. Right. See you next week. Bye. Cheeky kill. Well, it's very wise here saying, yeah, baby, I love you and I need you and I want you. I want to kiss you on the bum bum You're my lady, I'm your man Clinton Baptiste saying thank you to Linda Oh my gosh, Claire Grant Who else do we have? Uh, Jack Campbell uh, Who else was in it? Sarah Dearly um, Oh, I can't remember Anyway, listen, thank you for joining us If I've left anyone out, I'm sorry it don't mean I don't love you, baby. I'm gonna get you stick my tongue in your ear and touch your bum bum. Okay, listen, we're on tour now. Please come and see the show, Clinton Baptiste versus Ramon. Ticket to ClintonBaptiste.com forward slash live. Thanks for listening, guys. Namaste. This March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. If you're a Shark Tank fan or business junkie, check out the podcast, Another Bite. Each week, Another Bite breaks down the biggest success stories and most disastrous failures to come out of Shark Tank. 
The hosts break down each company's pitch, analyze the deals that were or weren't made, and answer the million-dollar question, are they still a company? Whether you're an entrepreneur looking for tips or a Shark Tank fan that just wants to relive the drama, Another Bite's your deep dive into the world of Shark Tank. Just search for Another Bite in your favorite podcast app, like the one you're listening to right now. Yeah, right. Clinton Baptiste here, offering you the chance to enjoy my Patreon podcast for free for seven days. So many people have been joining me over there. It's a shame that you're not. Uh, we've got videos, cartoons, we've got uh, all sorts of stuff, uh, uh, all the old back catalogue, and a chance for exclusive dibs on tickets before anyone else. Please come to patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste. All right, spirit fading now. See you there. Fady Nail.